0: hello mcfly hello (laughs) thank mcfly thank um hi guys uh welcome to boldly go your star trek strange new worlds podcast uh i am brandy jackola and i have been sick with covid so apologies for not having that episode last week so you get a double-stuffed episode this week, and yes, you can take that dirty if you want to. As yes,
1: well, you should.
0: <laughs> yes, you know, I, I'm, I'm not actually going to go down that road. We'll be here for half an hour just on that. Okay, so thank you for joining us, and we know you have so many choices when it comes to Strange New Worlds podcasts, and we very much appreciate that you have chosen ours to yes. grace your presence or at least your earbuds, <laughs> your your earbuds, your your ear holes, your uh, brain uh, receptors that <laughs> allow you to interpret sound. I don't know. <laughs> I've still I've still got brain fog, so the brain fog part of COVID, no joke. Mm. Doesn't sound pleasant. It's not because you know on a good day I'm kind of hmm, huh, what, but. With COVID Brain, I'm like, okay, did I just put my phone in the fridge? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Yes, it's I that, did. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, that, it's that level of, um, what the hell did I just do? So anyway, so today for you, we are going to express our thoughts and feelings and possibly tears about two episodes Yes, two episodes. And those are The Elysian Kingdom, of course, which we're going to have a really good time with that one. (laughs) And All Those Who Wander.
1: Yeah, not cool.
0: Yep. Shall we uh, get started or do you have anything you want to say preemptively?
1: I can't believe that the season finale is next week.
0: It's it's, It's not right, man. I need more. And they just finished filming season two. <clears throat> I saw that tweet. Made me very excited.
1: Yeah. Oh, and totally off topic. I really wanted to say this last Friday when we were recording, but we weren't recording. Fuck the Supreme Court. Thank
0: you. Yes, fuck the Supreme Court with a bunch of fucking idiots. Um, <sighs> here's the thing there's three branches of government for a reason, and there are supposed mm-hmm. to be checks and balances. And checks and balances have failed. So now it is time to stop playing nice. Yeah. Stop trying to make everything bipartisan. Stop reaching across the aisle. That has netted them nothing. That and the other side doesn't do that. They just change the rules. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they changed the rules to suit themselves. And if mm-hmm. we don't want to end up like fucking handmaid's tales, you need to expand that fucking court now and impeach the four assholes who lied under Oath. Yes. Did I say Oath instead of "oof"? Oof. I think I did. How Oathish. oof. <laughs> o- I-, I did it with like, a, like a, an L. Like Oathful. Oathful. <laughs> they lied under <laughs> Oathful. <laughs> yep.
1: I would rather throw
0: offal at them. Yes, me too. Me too. Here's some kidneys um, and livers.
1: No, not the livers. I would eat the liver. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Definitely eat the livers. So, but yeah, um, thanks Supreme Court for forcing women to have babies. That's a great idea that's definitely not going to come back and haunt you at some point. No, when guns
1: have more rights than women's bodies
0: there's something fucked mm-hmm. up. I my blood boils and mm-hmm. I could go on a tirade right now but frankly I don't know if I have the energy to sustain it and still do this podcast. <laughs> okay then. I'm let's still I'm still let's in jump recovery into
1: <laughs> the Elysian Kingdom.
0: Yes, but one last fuck the Supreme Court and uh and here we go. So, yeah. Have you noticed, you probably have, but have you noticed that every previously on Star Trek Strange New Worlds gives mm-hmm. us basically a bunch of spoilers about what's going to be featured in the episode we're about to see?
1: <laughs> a little bit. I mean, it's like shows you the characters that you're going to and this yeah. callback story type-ish stuff
0: yeah well the um, the one for episode 9 was really spoilery it was just kind of like oh so this is going to be a Gorn episode okay mm-hmm. that's basically what I got from that and I even said to Dave hey Dave we're going to have a Gorn episode
1: So uh, what I got from it was oh we're going to see a lot of Hemra
0: and <laughs> which I don't mind well, because I... they're awesome Yes, they are awesome. And I like them together. And, uh, but yeah, I was just like, okay, well, this is going to be a Gordon episode. This will be fun. Because, mm-hmm. and, and here's, here's one thing. And I, no, I'll say that later when we get to that episode, but yeah, the Elysian yes. Kingdom. So, <laughs> yeah. So we got, uh, Dr. Mbanga still unable to synthesize a cure for his daughter.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh he's frustrated and he's experimenting on stuff and uh, it literally literally okay wow just this is this is how it's going to be this whole this whole episode he's it literally blows up in his face and that's, he even says
1: <laughs> that's after we see him reading the book written by benny Russell, yes, which was
0: freaking awesome Right, right. So mm-hmm. now, um, Cisco is definitely Gabriel Bell and Bitty Russell. So yeah, yeah. That's it's you know it's <sighs> all good. That's what that's what you can do when you have the power of the prophets, right? Yes, that is what you can do. Any damn thing you want. Yeah, especially write children's books. You know, <laughs> I really like the way it's illustrated. It is nice. Yeah, it was kind of
1: Canterbury Tales ish.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what spurred him on to trying more experiments. Cause he, you know, she's like, well, I want to see your quarters. I want to get better so I can go see your quarters and stuff like that. But he has to put her back in the buffer so that she doesn't die too soon. Cause you know, it's at this under, the understanding at this point is that she has basically weeks left to live. Yeah. So every minute she's out of the buffer, is a problem, even though it's something he really enjoys and something she really enjoys. And it's just sad, <sighs> but yeah, he's experimenting. Has a problem. Uh, computer activates the biological containment systems, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> and uh, Una comes down. And she's like, "What the hell? <laughs> why is why is this?" <laughs> Group the, uh, from the shuttles. Why are they still not cleared for duty? Need people hours. working. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he's and he explains. You know, I was working on this and it blew up in my face, literally. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was saying this is for Rukia, and he says, "Yeah." So she's very understanding, and he's exhausted. And he said, no, I'll, I'll go and take care of him. And Una says, no, go get some sleep. They can wait. It's fine. Yeah. So he's going to go get some sleep. And then some stuff starts to happen. But what's going on is we're at a nebula. The name of which I did not write down. Because COVID <laughs> brain.
1: I, I didn't write it down either. And I don't have that excuse. Yeah. But I knew Nebula. Something's gonna happen yep. Yep. because something always happens with a nebula.
0: Always, have they mm. ever been to a nebula where something didn't happen, like where it was just a routine survey and do to do to do, do, do bye? No, Don't never think so. Well, I mean, let's think about the most the early, like really the earliest movie representation of the nebula, the Mutara Nebula, where Kirk and Khan have their final showdown. Ah, yes, yeah. Uh and then, you know, the Genesis torpedo sucks it all in and uh turns it into a planet. But yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I mean you gotta wonder There was no coffee was in this nebula. No, but what if no. there had been a consciousness like Deborah in there? Yeah. What if it killed a Deborah like creature? Oh, that makes me wonder about all nebulas now. So he's trying to get some sleep, and they're doing a routine survey of this nebula. They have completed their survey, and Pike's talking about how, oh, you know, I could get used to this. Everything's quiet. <laughs> Nobody's shooting at us. No battles. And, uh, you know, basically yeah. Spock teases him about, hey, you're going to jinx it. He did jinx it he did jinx it didn't he yeah. he did he had to go and say something mm-hmm. and uh, and he jinxed it so so yeah Spock learned his lesson you know it only took once and Spock learned <laughs> Pike not so much mm-hmm. so yeah they, uh, they're they going to leave the nebula and this is actually one of my favorite things when Ortegas is like you gonna say it <laughs> gonna say the thing <laughs> And he goes, hit it. We all wanted to hear it. We all wanted yes. to hear it. Every single one of us wanted to hear it. So, and uh, she she hits it and nothing happens. It basically is it's kind <laughs> of making that sound like when uh, the Mal- Millennium Falcon's hyperdrive is down. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it does. Yeah, it kind of sounds like that a little bit. Uh yeah. So that doesn't go well. And Ortegas is like giving the the, the button side eye. <laughs> like, why aren't you working? <laughs> why aren't you working? I and you. like I can't hit it. <laughs> he's just, he's like, I am hitting it, sir. It's not working. And so they try impulse engines, and that doesn't work either. And now people have been hurt. They've been thrown from their chairs, both ops and uh also. Ortegas have been thrown from their chairs and yeah. head injuries. You know, you hate to see it. And uh, so, of course, uh, they call for Doctor Mbenga to report to the bridge for medical emergency. And so he's on his way in the turbo lift. And when the doors open, you're out of the, woods. You're out of the dark. Decent. You're into the light. <laughs> <laughs> Wizard of falls for me. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it very much was. And uh, now everybody's in weird outfits, and uh, Pike's <laughs> Peak no longer exists.
1: No, he has the 90s center part hairdo, which is just amusing.
0: It's the, his entire... Basically him as this character, there is not a single thing he does that does not make me laugh. Mm -hmm. Everything he does, the the micro expressions, the macro expressions, the the, eye rolling the the eye rolling, the way he moves, the way he flourishes his cape. It's cowardly lion persona. Yeah. He, he except the cowardly lion. Wasn't a betrayer.
1: No, he wasn't.
0: So at least the cowardly lion has one up on uh, <laughs> Sir, whatever it is. Ralph. Ralph. That's it. Ralph. Um. But yeah, Anson Mount's performance in this is nothing short of magic. Oh, it is it stellar, amazing. It was so good, and just he just fully committed. Because, you know, that's Anson for you. Oh, yeah. And he was having the time of his life. They all were. Every oh, you could tell everyone was having house. way too much fun. Way too much fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, they they welcome him as King. What's his name? Roderick? Is that it? What? No. Oh, crap. What was his name? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I have to look it up now because I'm feeling really I dumb. I can't remember. Uh, the... I should have watched it again this week and I didn't. No, Brandy. You know how to spell. Oh my god. You don't even want to know what this looks like as I'm trying to type it. T-H-E-E-L-Y-S-I-A-N Oh god. Seriously, I'm not even joking about the brain fog. Okay. King Ridley. I knew it was an R and it was Ridley. two syllables. King Ridley. Sorry. So he's dressed as uh, as King Ridley, apparently. Um, yes. And we've got Ralph and we've got uh, Sir. Oh, my gosh. R- it starts with an A, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what? <laughs> I'm so sorry to the listeners. I am so very sorry to all of you. Adya. Sir Adya. So we've got Sir Adya, who is uh, Ortegas, looking fantastic in that outfit. Absolutely fabulous. Yes. They're all talking to King Ridley, and uh, he's, Benga's just like, what? The? <laughs> you can just see in his eyes, <laughs> what the fuck? It takes him <laughs> far longer than it should to catch on in my opinion. i love that he thinks but. it's a joke uh-huh <laughs> he totally like, thinks she it's a joke, joke to this <laughs> yeah it's just it's so funny because he's really tired so that's mm-hmm. how i justify this i just hope i didn't hit my mic just now and if i did it's my own damn fault well, i thought it was uh, the cat making so that noise i'm like what was that that was it was me it was me okay accidentally hitting my pop filter so yeah so that and and the thing is is that it was the second time through that i saw it that i'm like catching on with why isn't he getting this oh he's really tired and he's Mm -hmm. been under a lot of stress so of course that is not the first thing he thinks but really when they're calling him king ridley that's really the point where he should have been (laughs) oh but it still takes more time (laughs) it takes a bit more time. <laughs> so, yeah, finally he figures that out and he's like, "Oh, I'm stuck in this story. Why why is this story being played out?" Cuz obviously everybody's being mind controlled because mm-hmm. they absolutely do not recognize their core personalities or and they don't recognize Invenga as anyone but Ridley and uh so he figures out, uh, gosh, I guess I have to play this story, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he's trying to find anybody who isn't affected. And he's like scanning people, trying to figure it out. And they're just like, well, I don't, I don't, what are you doing? So he figures he's got to find the stone that the stone. is in the book. The Mercury Stone because that's what the queen wants. So now we know there's gonna be a queen. Mm-hmm. But uh first he's decided he's gonna go to Sick Bay and try to figure this stuff out. <laughs> and uh so everybody's got a part to play. Everybody. And the um the <laughs> sick bay. And if I'm doing this out of order, again, COVID brain. Okay, just deal <laughs> with it. Just deal with it, peeps. <laughs> and uh, and of course sick bay has been transformed into like this greenery area like with all these plants like definitely an old school sort of emporium of poultices and potions <laughs> <laughs> very very old school fantasy very
1: very apothecary
0: yes that is the good word for it apothecary And uh, so he takes some readings of Chapel, who is, (laughs) who looks great. Great. (laughs) I love the long hair. mm Mm-hmm. Long hair is great. And uh, so he's taking these readings and he realizes that they're elevated. What was it? Endorphin levels, if I remember correctly? Yes. So... So definitely parts of their brains are being stimulated to cause this behavior and this belief in the characters that they are portraying. So, and, uh, we're, we're gonna very soon meet (laughs) one of my favorite (laughs) things this whole damn episode, the princess and her dog. Runa! Runa, Runa, Runa! So, yeah, um... This dog, you know, at the time that I saw this episode, the first Mm -hmm. time, and even the second time, I did not know this dog was actually Chrissy Chong's dog. I didn't know either. Yeah, had no idea. But as I was watching it the second time, I said, Dave, watch the dog in these scenes because this dog loves Christina Chong, like Mm -hmm. loves her. And I thought it was a dog they brought in. You know, but no, it's just it's just Chrissy's dog. Just Chrissy's dog. Can my dog be in the show? Yeah. Sure. That's literally what <laughs> happened. She talked to a production assistant. I I think it was a production assistant something someone on the production team, and she's like, "Well, in an episode like this, you know, couldn't we get the? Can we get Runa in there somewhere?" And he's like, oh, "Okay, I'll ask." And she thought, nah, they're not going to okay that. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we can put the dog in there, going to give her a costume. She's like, wait, what? (laughs) I love the costume. (laughs) The costume is so great. So great. And uh, if you guys go to uh, Christina Chong's uh, Instagram account, you can see so many delightful videos of the process of them going for the fitting, for the first fitting and all (laughs) of these things. So, yeah, just, um, this dog does really love, uh, Christina Chung because that's her mom. So, and that dress, that dress, that princess dress, just glorious. Here's the crazy part. Like the, all the flowers around the bodice were all 3D printed. I loved that. And then they were treated with these compounds that made them look metallic, mm-hmm. except they weren't, you know, that rigid. So it's not like she was going to cut herself on them. And it's, it's just a beautiful, beautiful dress. Just everybody go to Chrissy Chong's Instagram account and just <laughs> watch all those videos. You will not be sorry. You will not be sorry. So the princess is um, so dramatic. <laughs> in the best way oh yes oh princess talia and her song of mourning that she will sing (laughs) should king ridley fall in battle Uh, (laughs) oh um, oh my god commitment so much commitment i love it so much so so much so now he's got this trail of people. He's got, uh, we've got Ralph, we've got Sir Adia. Um, We left chapel in sickbay. Um, we've got Princess Talia and Runa. And uh, they are trying to, I don't think they figured out yet where, no, they haven't figured out yet where the stone is, but they've got to look for the stone. And mm-hmm. they're uh, heading through <clears throat> one of the corridors and they come across... <laughs> Sort of like these people dressed like... uh, Let's just call them the Crimson Guard. And they're dragging Hammer away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your superior officer! And so, right then we know, Hammer is not affected. And so, and at this point in the episode, I'm thinking... Hey, if Hemmer's not affected, he's a telepath. Maybe that means Spock isn't affected either, but we haven't seen him. And if he wasn't affected, <laughs> he would be all up in this business trying to figure out what was going on. We'll table that thought for now. So they're dragging Hemmer mm-hmm. away. <laughs> and that's when Benga realizes that Hemmer is, uh, is basically being made to play a wizard, except he's not being mind-controlled. So... Mm. Yeah, that's, uh, he's being dragged away for nothing, but they, they're playing out the parts of the book But he's like, um, him or I'll rescue you because <laughs> he can't really stop them. Because, <laughs> you know, the queen, the queen wants, wants the, uh, wants the, the wizard, uh, caster. So, uh, Queen Nev is going to throw him in a dungeon. I'm sure we, we haven't gotten there yet, but, uh. He's got to think about the, the way that the story goes. He's thinking about mm-hmm. how it goes. And so he's like, okay, well, we got to go rescue Caster. So they're going to go, they're on their way to uh, rescue Caster. And that's when we get the thing that I never <laughs> thought I would see. I, know, I did not think Ethan Peck could be hotter. I was proven wrong by this episode. <laughs> because now the wizard Pollux has shown up, and oh, dear God in heaven! is there, You can't do anything to that man that doesn't look good. I just kept referring to him as Grunge Spock,
1: because he looked like he came from 90s Seattle area. Just throw some flannel on him. There he go.
0: <laughs> the thing is, is, I've seen him with hair that long before, when he mm-hmm. was much much younger, um, but but this you know just just everything about this worked for me on every <laughs> single level. I just I took so many screenshots of every time he was on screen. <laughs> so so many. I may have commissioned one as fan art. Actually, I definitely did that. I may get to. Um, so. It's, uh, so we have this scene between Ridley and Pollux where, uh, he's like, nah, we gotta go, we gotta go get your brother. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna rescue him, man. You know, come on, it's your brother. He's like, mm-hmm. why should I believe you? He's like, dude, this is, it's King Ridley. Of course he's gonna, he's the good guy, but, you know, and, uh. And he's like, "Okay, well, I know a way through the swamps, so I can take you to it, and then you know, right through this Jeffrey's to- tube, yeah, Jeffrey's tube, you know, I've got to see all the behind the scenes stuff that I'm sure they put on the unready or on the on the ready room because I know that there's this footage of Pi or well, Anson as Ralph climbing out of the Jeffrey tubes and something falls off." Oh, no. He's like, I, I broke the set. I'm sorry. I broke the set. <laughs> <laughs> just... Oh, Anson, you are a joy and a delight. <laughs> so 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 yeah. So Pollux is taking him up a Jeffrey's tube and uh Adia says, I I'm pretty sure this is a trap. And he's like, Oh yeah, I know it's a trap, but this is the only way we can get there so mm-hmm. off they go and we uh we finally get to see queen nev and uh she is uhura with just so many sparkles just i would have poked myself so hard with
1: those fingers i would have needed like medical it's just, yeah mm-hmm. that would have been bloody mess
0: yes she she was epic <laughs> oh yeah! i just—it's like I want to see this look more often. Can we do that for Uhura? <laughs> <laughs> just let her be a goddess, you know, or a queen, you know, both work. So it's, she she was very ice-like. Very mm-hmm. it, things were very pointy and sharp and sparkly, like ice and snow. So. She might as well just have been called the Snow Queen, but that would be boring, so no, she's Queen now. And, of course, you know, Pollux does lead them into a trap, which Ridley knew would happen, and they all get thrown in the dungeon, where Ralph is just like, I can't take it anymore! (laughs) I'm not meant for this! (laughs) He's such a delicate flower. He is such a delicate flower, and this just again, it's just this full commitment from oh, the yeah. cast that makes every minute of this work. But still, I think a cut above everyone is Anson. He is just <laughs> so good. <you> guys. <laughs> I've seen so many people talking about everybody else, but I'm like, what are you talking about? Anson is the unsung mm-hmm. hero of this. And apparently, he was also making everybody laugh while filming. So. Just with his I can see full that. commitment, definitely. Yeah. So, uh, thankfully, they're in there with Hemmer, which is very convenient, because uh, he uh, he's his magical power is science, science, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <sighs> basically cuts the bolt,
1: <laughs> the yeah, lock. He was his Mister Wizard.
0: Yeah, and uh, this is about the time where Ridley uh, M- and is figuring out that the stone is his daughter because they couldn't find her in the transporter beam beam p- buffer. Excuse me, and so she's, she's somewhere. gone. She's somewhere. They also find out from Hemmer that when this all started, he felt a presence push against his mind and he fended it off and so that's why he is aware while everyone else is not because he couldn't be mind controlled i said it was like his
1: brain was being ripped out of his nose or pushed out of his nose and yeah. that's when ajay yeah. had that great line i did that to a guy once <laughs> <It's>
0: like <laughs> oh lovely so they've escaped and now, uh, and when, when they're in, actually after they have escaped and when they make it to sick bay, that's when they find that Rukia is missing mm-hmm. from the buffer. And that's when he puts two and two together and realizes that she is the stone. And so he's like, I I don't know where she could be. And I think it's Hemmer that says, well, you know, is there any place that she talked about that she wanted to see and that's when and that's when because when he says i don't know where she is and i'm like she's in your quarters dude <laughs> Duh. i mean i knew that i have the he same he hasn't information slept you, in a while i know He's again really really fact, tired after that he is really tired and being forced for hours to play this uh play out this story mm-hmm so they're gonna go and find his daughter, and they get to his quarters. But as soon as he's about to go in, he's betrayed by Ralph. We all saw it coming, and Nzinga should have too. But again, he's really tired, so we'll forgive him this time. Um, and <laughs> even says after the fact, I, 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 I knew that that was gonna happen. I should've seen that coming. So, uh. So, yeah, they're going to be taken back. And, and, of course, Pollux is there, kind of gloating and whatnot. And uh, the, the the Crimson Guard, I don't know. The, I can't remember if they're actually called that, but that's what I call them. The Crimson I think Guard. they they're, are. They're back. <laughs> yeah. And, and Adia is like, hell, yeah, sword fight time. <laughs> and so that, that sword fight was good fun. And uh, Melissa Navia, hats off. Hats mm-hmm. off, my dear. Because you made that absolutely believable. You know, good sword fighting. Enjoyed it. And just about to win, but turns her back, or his back, his, her back, because it is Ortegas playing Sir Audia, so it's kind of a, yeah. Anyway, and turns around to a bunch of, you know, some swords pointed at her throat, and yeah. all of a sudden, shoo, arrow, shoo, another but arrow, that arrow shoo, <laughs> And that's when, because I'm like, where the fuck is Luna? Luna, oh my God. <laughs>
1: that's my other cat,
0: and she's downstairs. <laughs> I am, I'm so sorry, you guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I know I keep apologizing, but I'm not doing this on purpose, and I'm not stupid. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering, where the hell is Una? And mm-hmm. there she is. She is the Huntress Zamira. Uh, or is it Zamiya? Zamira? Zamiya? Zamira? Zamiya? Now I have to look. I think like, it's Zamira. And um, damn, she looked good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's obvious that she and Adia have a thing, which is funny yes. because Mbenga's sitting there going, Yeah, but these two characters never even met in the book. And that's when he's like, Oh, mm-hmm. they didn't take the story from my brain took it from hers she always wanted these two characters to meet she never liked the ending of the book she wanted to write it differently so finally makes it into his quarters and there is our lovely girl in a very sparkly princess outfit <laughs> of course, she, being a child, is like, Did you have fun? <laughs> and he's like, I was watching you the whole time, Daddy. You did great. Yeah. And he's thinking, I am so tired. <laughs> but he's totally, he's totally, completely focused on his daughter. And he scans her and realizes that she is sick anymore there's no trace of this leukemia or whatever that's uh, apparently still incurable at this time in history so she's like well you know you have to and that's when she reveals that she's been talking to this entity in the nebula who is consciousness without form and uh, there you go he's telling Rukia that you know the crew can't live this way we can't live this way Mm -hmm. you know We've got stuff to do, and uh, we we need to talk to your friend, and she's like, "Well, it doesn't really does it work, work that, that way." way. <laughs> so Hammer's like, "Okay, fine, and use invites- me." <laughs> yes, he invites the entity to use his body, and so he doesn't resist when the entity takes over. But it doesn't. Please seem- be gentle. Please be gentle. (laughs) Gently. 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 (laughs) Sorry, that was a that was a Princess Bride reference. Anyway. (laughs) Is that all you can say at a time like this? Gently. Sorry. Um, If you haven't seen the Princess Bride, that's your problem. (laughs) Shame on you. Ah. So the entity is talking to Mbenga and Rukia and explaining, you can't take the kid. Can't take the kid. If you do, she'll get sick again, she will die. Can't take her. And he's like, Well, we can't stay here, you know? We can't yeah. continue to just live this fairy tale over and over every day. And the entity says there's another way, and I knew what was coming. So it didn't surprise me when the entity suggests me. that Rukia stay. And, uh, and it, and it hurt in Benga too, but that's, that's the thing I think, you know, I'm not a parent, but I think that's the thing about being a parent is you think of the child's welfare before your own. Mm -hmm. He did not want to lose his daughter. He thought he was going to lose her to this horrible disease, but instead he's losing her to this nebula entity and... Which one is the better choice? Well, we all know what the better choice is. You know, it's death or live forever. What are you going to choose?
1: I'd have to go, too.
0: He does leave the decision up to Rukia. And, uh, he, the, the entity does agree, of course, that they will release the ship. And so, uh, Rukia gets just kind of as, um, it's almost a, a little bit of joining with V'ger, sort of <laughs> sparkling <laughs> lights and stuff. It tickles <laughs> a little bit, and then uh, she's she's just drawn out through the window in an in incorporeal form, and it just becomes glitter in the nebula. And then ten seconds later, she's back, but she's an adult now, and she explains to her father that. <sighs> For him, it's been seconds. For her, it's been years. And she's had so many adventures and written so many stories. And she's happy and she's healthy. And this is the part when I start pulling my eyes out. <laughs> okay, give me a moment, guys. I don't even have kids, and this really hit me <laughs> so, so, at least he knows, you know, and she tells him, she tells him again, you did the right thing you know i'm happy and the entity even said she will never be lonely she will never have death experience death she will be able to do whatever she wants but will she really experience life will she experience love she has experienced love because deborah might be incorporeal but Mm -hmm. deborah is not without feelings and i think that if anything that they have enriched each other's lives Beyond what either of them could have achieved on their own. That's my personal feeling. So, no, we didn't want to lose Rukia this way, but we also didn't want her to die. So, I would rather know that she's happy and healthy and immortal and uh, living her best life with Deborah. But he could have been so close to a cure. Or maybe he was never close to a cure so close to a cure that not not only would have
1: helped her but countless others and now he's not going to continue that research how do you know because she told him to let it all go
0: (laughs) be happy yeah well he could still do the research but it wouldn't be this obsessive thing anymore and he wouldn't be on a time limit because that was that was the thing, yes, she was alive, but she was lonely, and that's how Deborah found her. Deborah was lonely, Deborah found a like soul and didn't want this child to be lonely, and so that's why she did all of these things, and we'll call her a she. I don't know if Deborah is a she, but we would we can guess that she's a she. <laughs> If you can assign gender to an incorporeal intelligence, so a hopefully Nebula. Deborah identifies. Yeah, hopefully we're not misgendering her. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's um, it's a tough choice. It's not a perfect choice, but at the same time, there are so many worse ways that could have gone. Most of which would have ended with Rukia's death. So.
1: Especially if the nebula was just playing a trick and not a good
0: nebula. Yeah, but we were lucky in this regard. So So yay Deborah, thanks for not being a dick. We appreciate that. <sighs> Although it was kinda of dickish to throw everybody into the storybook and not tell anybody anything. <laughs> And then not let them remember. Except for Mbenga, because he was never mind-controlled. And well, that, poor Hammer, because the entity had been in his brain, he didn't remember either. No. So. But and at one wonder. point, oh my gosh,
1: Hammer said Event Horizon, and I lost it. I just totally lost it. I was like, oh, no. Mm. Yeah. Just, mm.
0: So, yeah. This <sighs> one made me cry a lot.
1: Yeah, and, I ugly uh, cried each time, and...
0: I think I'll just skip the ending from yeah. now on. <laughs> it's 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 hard. It's not hard like lift us where sorrows cannot ache.
1: No. That that doesn't exist. It's, not,
0: it's Thank you. Yeah. Can't can't do it. The funny thing mm-hmm. is is that now I've been <laughs> funny aside, so um in late June and July. Hallmark whips out the Christmas movies again for Christmas Mm -hmm. in July. So I'm like, okay, let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got. Oh, ooh, look, here's one with Lindy Booth. Ooh, here's another one with Lindy Booth. (laughs) It's it's like, you go, girl! (laughs) And she's very charming when she's not playing, you know, a horrible person. So, (laughs) no, I, I actually really like her a lot, you know, because I'm always partial to gingers, and so... You know, more ginger women that get leading roles the better. Like it. Like it. Mm-hmm. So uh so yeah, and, and uh so five hours we find out it's been five hours that this adventure took five hours. That's nuts. Five hours. And uh, Una does come and talk to Mbenga afterwards and he explains that he's the only person who remembers what happened. It, and Una asks where Rukia is, and he says, she's she's safe. She's happy. She's healthy. And I don't know. You know, it's ambiguous as to whether Mbenga ever tells everybody else what happened. I would think that would need to be in, like, an
1: official log somewhere. You owe it to think. people to let them know that they were crazy and act foolish especially the captain Mm -hmm. you have you can't not tell the captain and then (laughs) tell him everything and laugh
0: oh my god just answer now you're a genius i adore you (laughs) you can do anything you can do anything because it is people say the drama is hard no 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 i put it to you that the hardest thing to perform is comedy it's always comedy it's always harder uh if you can do comedy you can do anything. Mm-hmm. It's that's just how it works because comedy is tragedy plus time. Yeah. That's how comedy works. So, yeah. Um there is also a video that I think Paramount Plus put out of everybody transforming into mm-hmm. their alter ego costume wise which is such a <laughs> <note>. <laughs> <laughs> Especially love Ethan's where he's just like, yeah, this is metal. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a nerd. Oh my god, I love him. <laughs> Only he'd be excited to be dressed up as a wizard. <laughs> Actu- actually, actually, um, Bruce Horak sure he seemed pretty into it too. Uh, um, the full power of my powerful wizard.
1: Powers. Power.
0: <laughs> How he gets rid of the crimson guard with the and everybody yes. else with the with the transporter. Because he found a communicator in Sick Bay. Because I knew the minute he picked that up, I'm like, Mm, that is going to come into play later. Yes, yes it is. Yes it is. So way to go, Hammer. You saved the day. Yeah. In many ways. It's really good that he wasn't uh, mind controlled because mm-hmm. otherwise this could have gone on forever and ever and ever and ever. And So. All right. So we've cried. We've laughed and we've cried again. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other thoughts on this episode?
1: No, it was a lot of fun.
0: It was. Except a lot for that of fun. ending.
1: Why does Star Trek keep taking the children away from me?
0: Because reasons. <laughs> Just. <sighs> Sometimes And I fully expected to them go. to do
1: that with the next one and they surprised me and didn't. Shocking.
0: Oh you mean you mean Newt?
1: I'm sorry.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, that's what I was calling. Her. I was like, there's newt. <laughs> yep. Dave and I said the exact same thing. So yeah, let's let's move on to <laughs> to all of those who wonder. <laughs> some. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this is definitely the one where uh, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a Gorn episode because they're showing mm-hmm. us all this stuff about La'on.
1: I got excited because they brought up Deep Space Station K7 and I was like, Tribbles! Tribbles!
0: Yes. Yes. Except we didn't get to go there, where we went. No. <laughs> I would have <laughs> preferred this- to have gone We'd- there. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, Maybe they'll do a short about (laughs) what happened in deep space Case 7 Here's your batteries! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you! Now we won't (laughs) die of asphyxiation in the cold, dark void of space. Those are some terrible batteries!
1: (laughs) If they're already decaying on their way there.
0: Yeah, right? It's just like, what? Why... How wait, often do they wait. have to have batteries delivered? I just don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to get you know chips out to deep space K seven <laughs> because it's in deep fucking space. Okay, yeah.
1: it's not like it's K one or K two. No. It's all the way out mm-hmm. K seven.
0: Yeah, and and now the joke on that is Starbase eighty. Damn, Starbase eighty. <laughs> Because I will never not laugh at that. Um, <laughs> that's the thing is when I saw the title, I'm like, all those who wander. Um, of course, in my mind, I'm going are not lost because that's mm-hmm. the completion of that sentence. Yeah. And uh, so I was uh, I thought, well, people are going to die, um, especially mm-hmm. since we see two new crew members. We've never seen. <laughs> exactly. Before. Like, oh, well, they're I was dead. like, oh, they're gone. See ya. <laughs> Yep. Those two are definitely dying. At least you and made it to
1: Lieutenant Duke.
0: Good for you. Yep. You're dead. For for, for about half a day, half a day, yeah. you died a lieutenant, at least that. Mm-hmm. At least that. So, yeah, they got to go to this planet because a ship, they've received a distress signal from a ship. hmm And, uh it's uh well that we haven't even gotten to that part cuz it starts with Ahura doing a personal log and uh, her time on enterprise is at an end which we know it's not for now might be you yeah, know she well that's the thing is that after the at the end of the episode she's still there mm-hmm. 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 so she's doing her log and she's looking forward to seeing her grandmother again back on earth. And uh they're having this party in Pike's quarters again because like you do. You because know, he's <laughs> he gonna just cook. wants to cook. <laughs> he wants to cook. And so we've got this other cadet and Uhura and uh telling him that's cha chia. Chia pets. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, that's the way I'm always going to think of her. It's like, oh, it's Chia pet. Chia cadet. There we go. That's the new Chia pet. Chia cadet. (laughs) Have your very own Star Trek cadet Chia pet. It's Chia cadet. Gorns cost extra. (laughs) Yes, the gorns do cost extra. That brings up another thing. Okay, so Chrissy Chong has an Instagram account for Runa. Of course, Mm -hmm. because, you know, dogs. As one does, yeah. (laughs) As one does. And there is a great post of Runa with one of the Gorn babies. No! (laughs) It's it's a series of three pictures, but the first one is just gold because of the side eye that Runa is giving. (laughs) It's, It's just... You just have to go on Instagram and see it. It's under Runa underscore ewok. So uh go to that. You should be following that account anyway, because Runa. I mean yeah. come on. So but yeah, the the little rubber gorn. Um <laughs> Runa, Runa is not at all actually afraid of the little Gorn. Uh she does say <laughs> in the caption. Uh I I wasn't actually scared. I was just waiting for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so great so um so yeah party in Spock's uh it's Spock's party in Pike's quarters <laughs> and uh, so they're uh hoping that you know basically Pike is trying to intimate hey you guys are welcome here
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: you're you're welcome to stay we'll give you a spot here on Enterprise you're Fine cadets, and uh, and then of course uh, we we get Duke promoted to lieutenant. And hey, I am very happy to see a girthy fellow make lieutenant. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, he didn't last long though. He was delicious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was all the bacon at Pike's party. It was party. the
0: bacon. It was yeah. bacon and the omelet
1: with extra cheese.
0: Oh my god. And you got to really try really. the waffle. Yeah. Uh that was the funny part is <laughs> Laon wasn't there because she was having a therapy session. And <laughs> I appreciated that very much. Um it, it, it's you know she's still at the point where she's calling them head shrinkers. So I'm like, "Okay, that was offensive <laughs> even in our time. Please stop yes. that, Laon. Please don't do that." And so, you know, everybody's gone but they've got this distress call, this uh coming in and uh so Spock's now there and uh, th- he's going to brief everybody about this uh priority mission and Laon's eating and just in the middle of what she's saying she's like this is really good <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like can you hand me the uh the uh and Una's like uh the extra cheese yeah, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> And then they're they're talking about stuff. Uh, I can't remember what exactly Lawn says, but Pike said, "Let me get you some bacon." <laughs> That's after so,
1: Spock takes over dishwashing duties with. Oh, the that apron. was hilarious!
0: Yeah, that is hilarious. Where um, <laughs> Pike's doing it and he's like takes off the apron and he just puts it over Sp- mm-hmm. Spock's head and Spock's like, "What is that?" <laughs> and he's he's bewildered and he's like, "You'll take over washing dishes." He's. Like, Oh yes, of course. <laughs> so goes over, starts washing dishes. <laughs> uh, see, it's just—it was just the look on his face when Mike mm-hmm. does that. She's like, "Boom, well, you wash dishes now, pal." So, so they've got uh, this distress call from this ship. It's this has come directly from Starfleet Command uh the uss peregrine has crashed on a planet and they want to get the ship back if they can and save as many people as they can and this is on uh planet valeo beta 5 which is a class l planet so it's breathable atmosphere for most organic beings but it's harsh it's cold it's like Andoria. It's like the winds on Andoria. Yeah. Mm. So, so they've got us get these batteries though to K seven, and Pike's like, "Well, we can, you know, we can multitask. We can do two things at one time." And so, uh, well, actually, Lawn is the one that says that we can do two things at once, you know. And that's what that earns Pike's her the average. bacon. <laughs> yes, she gets the bacon because and, she comes up with the idea. The and a waffle. And, uh, ooh, waffles. I love waffles. So, uh, so they're gonna take a couple of shuttles, and, uh, most of the main cast, except for Ortegas and Una, they're gonna, they're gonna stay on Enterprise and go deliver batteries, woo. Because if they don't get those batteries there, life support will fail, and, you know, then we have dead people, and you can't do that. No, we're already doing dead people on the planet. Yeah, there's already probably dead people on the planet. So, uh they they separate, they take two shuttles down. Never split up the party. That is the first rule of D
1: and D. You never split up the party. I know, but if you didn't then you wouldn't have these awesome dad jokes given by I like... know.
0: I know. Well and that's the thing. He's just like <laughs> it'll be like be <laughs> like, you know, piling everybody in the station wagon and going for a road trip. And Spock's like S-station station wagon wagon. It's Like if you gotta go, now's the time. Don't make me turn this car <laughs> Just like... Like, oh, oh, Daddy Pike! Yeah. <laughs> he's everybody's dad, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, so now we're going down to the planet, uh, of course, because of problems with lack of uh, subspace relays in the area because it's just outside of Federation space. See how that keeps happening! Hmm. <laughs> just outside of Federation space. Maybe you shouldn't go so, out there. Yeah, maybe. maybe. So so they get to the planet and they land and everybody's got their cold weather gear on and, and their goggles. Their goggles? On. And I'm like, why aren't you wearing hats? Like Uthar is going to put hood up.
1: Well, they couldn't because pikes won't fit over his hair. <laughs> the pikes peak. <laughs> and I was concerned about Spock. I'm like, you come from a very warm planet. Put your hood up. Your little ears are going to get, like, you
0: get, don't get frostbite. Yeah, don't do that. But maybe he can also. Uh, I mean, Vulcans are very hearty it seems mm-hmm. not just impervious against heat but it seems that they aren't really negatively affected by cold either so you know they got that going for them but it's still yeah I was no frostbite on the little tips of the ears don't know no. yeah just he was being macho Not I'm kidding <laughs> he doesn't do that so yeah and this is you know at this point when they they get out of the shuttle and you see the peregrine. That is so L V four two six in Alien and Aliens. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's it's the angle, definitely purposeful everything. Yeah. 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 Just the way the rocks are, mm-hmm. you know. Just so yeah. they're obviously evoking that and I yeah. appreciate it because oh, yeah. Alien and Aliens are two of my favorite movies. So anytime people reference that, it makes Brandy happy. Yeah.
1: Too bad so. there wasn't a Jonesy.
0: I know. I'm actually glad, though, that there wasn't a Jonesy because it would have been killed.
1: Oh, sure. I would have lost it. I would have lost my shit. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just, yeah mm. Jonesy would have been eaten by a gorn so vast. Yeah. Oh, by the I, way, guys, this is a corn episode. <laughs> I keep
1: does the dog com open on my phone at all times for whatever I'm watching so I can input that uh, animal died. Sorry, I'm out.
0: Yeah, that's what kept me from seeing the most recent incarnation of Firestarter, because my husband found out that there was a cat burning scene. And I'm like, fuck no. Mm. Nope, not doing that. Yeah, I only Absolutely made it halfway through the it.
1: Babadook, and I saw where it was going. I was like, let me
0: double check. Oh, yeah, no. Mm-mm. Not going to watch this. <laughs> Sorry. Can't do it. Yep. Yeah, I. A lot of people like that movie. I did not. I did not. Um... It was just um, frustrating for me, Mm. actually, I think is the word for it. But uh, And I'm not saying that it wasn't good. I just didn't like it. It just wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. But uh, but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. And I do not like found footage movies. In fact, I think they are the bane of the horror industry. But (laughs) there is one that I like. One. And the only reason that I watched it was because I listened to this podcast called Ruined.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's these two women, Hallie and Allison. Hallie loves horror movies, loves watching them. Allison hates horror movies, but is desperate <laughs> to know what happens. So Hallie watches the movie and tells Allison all about it. Oh, gosh. And by extension, the <laughs> listeners. And it's so great. It's so great. I know I'm making a plug for another podcast, but I don't care. You should go listen to it. They have these fun segments like, guess the twist, and what would you do, and who will survive? Nice. And then at the end, they they each rate the movie on the spooky scale. Now, they always have Allison watch the trailer, but that's as much as of the movie as she ever sees. So uh, they did this movie, and... It freaked me out just to listen to Hallie talk about it, and I'm like, okay, now this I can get behind, but it's called Hell House LLC. Yes, it is a found Uh, footage movie. Okay. I've scrolled past that one. I'm like, I don't know. It will fuck you up in a good way. Okay. (laughs) There were were moments in that where I'm like, shit. (laughs) Fuck, shit, fuck, shit, Fuck. Even though I knew what was going to happen because I heard Hallie tell Allison <laughs> about it. And it was still fucked up in a great way. It was really well done. I do have to say it was really well done. So I would say that, that, one's, out. that one is definitely like an eight on the spooky scale for Brandy. <laughs> so Okay. So, uh, so yeah, um, and I do love me some horror movies. Um, so this is very much a horror movie episode, in that oh, regard. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they yeah. do finally make it to the um, the thing the the what the, the ship. That's it. The ship. The ship. The <laughs> peregrine. They make it to the ship, and uh, they they get in, and it's you know dark There's and cold, blood. and everything's offline. There's blood. There's, they're like, oh shit, where is everybody? And so the priority is now is to get Hammer to engineering, get Spock to restore other systems and to find out what happened. So, uh, Hammer and Uhura go to engineering and everybody else starts trying to explore and figure out what's going on. They do find part of, uh, the captain's final log. They yeah. don't have visual. They only have audio. and uh, It's not good. It's it's not good. It's, it's not, not good. good when they finally get to that point uh, because they find out that uh, these, they picked up some refugees and uh, brought them on board and mm-hmm. uh, bio screens are clear and uh, guess what? Uh, impregnated with Gorn. Orion yeah. impregnated with Gorn. And uh, the interesting thing is, is that they were smart enough to find out that the Gorn didn't like cold. And so they tricked them all into going outside. And that's where pretty much most of the rest of the crew died was outside. Yeah. Either by Hmm. being ripped apart by Gorn or being frozen to death.
1: Hmm. Which would you choose? Ripped
0: apart by Gorn or frozen to death? (laughs) Hmm. ripped apart by gorn is quicker
1: it is quicker
0: but more painful because you do get that um euphoria stage right before you die of hypothermia (laughs) (laughs) so you're happy you're like super happy right before you freeze to death you just can't feel anything anymore yeah you think you can do anything in that moment and then you die so that's i think i would i would choose freezing to death over being ripped apart by But you still have to
1: get through the prolonged freezing pain, numbness, to get to the euphoria.
0: Yeah, but that's okay with me. Because, again, being ripped apart by a Gorn. Mm. Terrifying and painful. Yes. And, you know, they probably probably would be like velociraptors in that you are alive when they start to eat you. Well, you are. Mm
1: -hmm. Which, going to the Gorn, they came across to me as a
0: dilophosaurus
1: xenomorph predator hybrid
0: thank you yes agree because they have predator vision for sure mm-hmm. noticed that and yeah it's it, nobody ever brings up the um the spitters we'll just call them the spitters because i know, dilophosaurus. You, know what it is. you already said it. dilophosaurus <laughs> and but yeah it's really a complex uh not a complex, a compilation. That's what was they even sort of had that build; they just didn't have the frilled neck. Was mm-hmm. Like that's kind of cool. Yes, I liked it. So, yeah. It, to be honest, there is so little canon information about the Gorn. Mm-hmm. So we have what we have—an episode in TOS that we know. We still know very little about the Gorn after that yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We have, we, we see, um, we see Rutherford getting fed on at a Gorn wedding. (laughs) So we have that. That was just a tiny glimpse. (laughs) Just tiny glimpse. But we, we do know they have weddings now. And they were not amused that he crashed their wedding. (laughs) He didn't RSVP. No, no. It's very rude to show up without an RSVP. It is. So, and then we have, uh, the episode. Uh, was it three? Yeah, I think it was episode three where uh, they come in contact with the Gorn. Or was it four? Could have been four. Um, So again, we have very little information canon-wise about the Gorn up to this point. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But the thing is, is that they said that Orion was infected, that there was also a small girl in another life form, that they didn't know what species it was and i thought well that guy's infected definitely yeah since i didn't know what infected. to look for anyway yeah and you can't well, see, kill that's... newt right away yeah it's totally well they've got this uh, this sort of genetic blind spot because it, this, this these eggs just don't show up on mm. whatever scans they have which you know i've heard Some people complain about how they could gestate so quickly and how that's not how biology works. And I'm just like, okay, there is a line where Dr. Mbenga says that the Mm -hmm. gestation time varies depending Mm -hmm. on the species. It could be days or it could be minutes. And they don't know enough about the Gorn to pinpoint Mm -hmm. what species is going to gestate them quickly and what, you know, is not. So, to all those people who are mad about that, I'm sorry that you're mad about that. I understand. But at the same time, they don't know what mm-hmm. they don't
1: know. Yeah, species
0: body body chemistry is different. So, some
1: species, the body might be fighting it off a little bit because it sees it as an infection, virus,
0: foreign body, yeah.
1: trying to get it out. Whereas others could just be overtaken immediately.
0: hmm As in the case of Buckley. Oh, I liked Buckley. He was cool Buckley looking. Too. I wanted to know more,
1: or at least Agreed. talk to what, him.
0: What species is he? You know, where does he come from? What language does he speak? All of these things. The, the funny thing is, is uh, our friend Christopher Littlefield. His dog's name is Buckley, so he was super <laughs> excited <laughs> that that Newt was calling <laughs> Buckley. I know that's not her name, but she's Newt. Come on, she is. Yeah. This little girl survived for weeks with no supplies and no training.
1: Mm, Sounds familiar (laughs) somehow.
0: Right? Right? (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So they know now that they're dealing with the Gorn, of course. Uh, They do find the two life forms. They find Newt and Buckley. And uh, they've... uh, There's a fire going in, like, a crate and here they are and I'm like See the biology chimney. thing? You yeah, know, fine with that. An enclosed chip with a fire going? Where is the smoke going? Where is the smoke going? There is no chimney in there. The, there's no smoke. <laughs> it's a smokeless fire. <laughs> It was just one of those things like, how do you have an open flame there? I have the same complaint about the fireplace in Pike's quarters. Where is the smoke going? Are they just venting it out a chimney into space? Where is it going? Okay, now I need to see a picture
1: of an Enterprise with a chimney. (laughs) I want that. Well, that's how Santa delivers presents for Christmas. (laughs) He goes down Pike's chimney.
0: There you go. See? Kids, you can be on the Enterprise and Santa will still find you. <laughs> Santa's magic that way. <laughs> That's
1: right.
0: Oh. So, yeah, they they all go to sickbay and Chapel is going to check them out. Meanwhile, um, Chia Pet is in sickbay with Chapel <laughs> and Duke is supposed to be fixing a conduit and injures himself. Way to go, and- Duke. Yeah, so he has, Spock has to come and find a, um, you know, get some medical supplies to go treat him because the guy couldn't walk his ass to sick pay himself. Yeah. He would have died there. I mean. Yeah. He, he would have died there anyway, so either way he was going to die, but. And Spock is annoyed. Lizard chow. Yeah. Spock's a little bit annoyed and, uh. And Chapel is commiserating. He's like, Oh yeah, he wasn't paying attention to what he was doing and he's like, Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kinda like, Yeah, he's uh he's a dork. So <laughs> uh yeah, um Hammer and Uhura gets systems coming up and uh turn on the lights and, and immediately alarm goes off, which Uhura silences and that's when they start hearing weird sounds. Yeah. Weird sounds are happening. And also our friend Buckley—he's not looking too good. He's well, no weird sounds happened after, after Buckley. Yeah, yeah, but uh, because of course we have to have something making weird sounds. But um, yeah, so yeah. his breathing yeah, um, is bad. And I just like, yep, here we go, here we go. It's gonna be that dinner scene on in Alien. <laughs> Funny thing about. Funny thing about that scene, everybody says, Oh yeah, whether well, having like spaghetti with marinara slice. No, 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 uh-huh. no, no. There is no marinara slice on that table, friend. Mm-mm. You're thinking of the blood. Yeah, You're thinking of the blood that's coming out and splashing everywhere. All over. Yeah, and it's one of those things where <laughs> when when you see the scene, it is still so visceral and so disturbing. Mm -hmm. no matter how many times you've seen it. And especially since they did not warn any of the actors that there was going to be that much blood, especially (laughs) Veronica Cartwright, who got Mm -hmm. totally sprayed. Her reaction Uh, is completely genuine. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Completely genuine. But anyway, so yeah, we're about to have a chest bursting scene, except it's not really so much a chest as a sort of like multi-exit point. Yeah, that was... Front, back...
1: Yeah. Side
0: ish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gross. And, uh, yeah. Cause Chapel's trying to figure out what's going on. And she's going to run a simulation with the bioscan mm-hmm. that they took of him earlier. And, uh, Newt is already like, uh, oh, God, I'm he's gonna, gonna go burst. <laughs> and so, yeah, she doesn't tell anyone. <laughs> she's is she afraid? Shit. It's like, are she afraid the Gorn will hear her? I mean, like why didn't she say to... something? She's yes. seen it before. Yeah, it's like, this guy's about to blow. You should have warned someone. Mm-hmm. And no, so I'm just going to hide here and cover my mouth. Mm-hmm. She's just going to slowly hide. Uh, oh, I forgot to talk about the scene where uh, La'on interrogates Snoot. And uh, Mbenga has a reaction and tells uh, yeah. her to stop harassing his daughter. And, uh, yeah, tensions are running high. He explains, you know, what's going on in his mind, etc. And uh, he he says to her, you know, this little girl has had the same experience that you have. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And she's at a turning point where it may terrorize her the rest of her life or she can rise above it like you did. Yeah. And is basically intimating that Lawn can help this girl get over this, get past this, and, you know, live instead of just existing. Mm -hmm. So, and Lawn determines that these refugees were definitely some people who had been set on one of those lifeboats from a breeding planet and were not actually expected to survive anywhere. Just, you know. But we're going to make sure one has eggs anyway,
1: just in case.
0: Well, and that's the thing. They're they definitely had eggs. But see, that's I think that that is kind of like the way that they populate other worlds. You yeah. know, it, it might be the way that they try to populate other worlds, but they definitely failed with Laon because if that was their intention, you know, she wasn't infected with eggs. So, what were they going to accomplish there? Otherwise, other than just being dicks, so yeah, because the you know they're dicks. They're pretty big dicks. <laughs> uh yeah. But Laon does calm down. So there is that. But see, that's the thing, is like I'm thinking looking at this episode and thinking this is gonna be a catharsis for Laon because she is grown now. Mm-hmm. She has her family at her back and she is now in this situation where she can do something about this. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting this to be a catharsis for her, and it was.
1: Well, she even was like, I just want to kill them all. Mm -hmm. But first, let's make sure there's other people alive, and we'll save them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. She recognizes that in herself. She expresses, this Mm -hmm. is what I'm feeling, but this is not what I'm going to do, because there are other priorities. So she gets her chance, though. She gets her chance. Oh, yeah. So um yeah, so Buckley explodes. Um poor Buckley. What a horrible Sorry, way to die. Buckley. Immediately kills Chia Pet <laughs> who was chia <Ch-ch-ch-chia>. was screaming <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely screaming, um for Nurse Chapel. Chapel of course comes around the corner with very wide eyes and she's also <laughs> like, very sweaty oh, now. Hell no. It's <laughs> you know, like fuck. And she does a very smart thing, and she uses her pad uh, to basically put up a force field around herself in just one of the mm-hmm. treatment bays. And oh, yeah, because uh, she would have died. Absolutely would have died. Absolutely. Because little monsters are fast, and they are aggressive. Yes, they are. And apparently what they like to do is uh, attack each other until there's only one left. And whichever one is left is obviously the strongest and can then go on a rampage and kill everything else and or impregnate them. So that just seems like bad
1: genetic type thing. I don't. It's just bad. It's like wouldn't you want more of your population out there instead of just one?
0: Yeah, but see, that's the thing. That one can infect so many. Yeah, because all they have to do is just go four yeah but if there's four that's you know then they're fighting for food so so they have they have just the one and uh which who's gonna just go (laughs) and infect you
1: (laughs) and i know this is getting ahead of things but i find it questionable that a youngling is able to do that
0: well see again we don't know that much about gorn yeah
1: and then also, did Laan know that when they spent, nope. that's how they?
0: She did not. She did not. She figured it out, but it. She didn't to me give any indication that she knew. That's how they reproduced. On my
1: on my second watching, I was like, oh my god, did she know? And then she just didn't tell him. Or
0: not. no, no, no. <laughs> I I am certain that she did not know. Okay, because. That's the thing. She kept, she managed to keep away from the Gorn. If she had not, then she wouldn't Mm -hmm. be alive. You know, her brother sacrificed himself for her so that she could live. Yeah. But, uh, so I'm certain that that's not something that they want to get out because, you know, Mm -hmm. then you know how to defend against it. So, So that's why they don't usually leave people alive. There's plenty of people Mm -hmm. have seen Gorn, but they don't live to tell the tale. Yep. So now they've got three Gorn. Well, and and Laon is very clinical about it when she comes in and she sees Buckley. And uh, she says, so four Gorn hatched, one's dead, so that leaves three. And so they've got three running around, and she says they'll fight each other for dominance and whichever one left. Is left will be the strongest, and that's when they'll mm-hmm. really start hunting. We do not want that to happen. So no, because by then they're big enough and yeah, big enough yeah. and smart enough, and doggone it, people like them. Just kidding, they don't. <laughs> the <next one. laughs> I don't know why Stuart, Stuart <laughs> I, don't know why. I Don't know why. COVID brain, y'all. <laughs> It's a thing. Al Franken, I miss you. Stuart Smalley. Daily affirmation with Stuart Smalley. Um <laughs> so so yeah, uh so they gotta find these other three. And while this is happening, uh we've got uh Invenga treating uh or is it Spock who's treating uh Duke? I can't remember. Anyway, somebody's treating Duke and uh Spock had the thing, but
1: then Ambanga and Pike snuck yeah. up on him and spooked him a little. Yes. So Ambanga took the thing yeah. and he was fixing Duke.
0: It, yeah, it was funny because Spock was hearing weird noises. Because, you know, out of everybody, Spock has the best hearing in that group. So mm-hmm. if he's hearing yeah. something, fucking listen to him. and yep. uh, Don't so make jokes about him. He's got them all. You know, they're they're... Giving Duke a little bit of shit, you know, and Mm -hmm. Pike's trying to go. Oh, you know, it could have happened to anybody. It's fine. And Spock's starting to get a little bit perturbed because he can hear the Gorn, but he doesn't know it's the Gorn. And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, one of those little monsters just comes right down and takes Duke down. And Spock tries to grab him and actually has him for a minute, but those little fuckers are so strong, and just just drags him off. Before anybody can do fucking anything. And that. Well, Pike shot at one. Yeah. Did kill one. Yeah. So. uh, So, yeah. And that is the first time I think we've seen that look on Spock's face this season. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, A look of horror, if I may. And, uh, of course, everybody else is all horrified, but he's Vulcan. And so he's just like, okay, not letting my emotions rule me. This is super fucked up. This is super fucked up. I'm not going to think about how fucked up this is. I've got a job to do, I've got people to protect. Do not think about how fucked up this is. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, on everybody meets up and uh, try to figure out what to do. And uh, Sam Kirk has a bones like to raid at Spock. Sam Kirk is a jerk. <laughs> Sam Kirk, uh, I honestly, I'll be, I'll be honest. I've never liked him. <laughs> the <laughs> series, I just haven't. I think he's, he's an a idiot. Freaking jerk! I think he's a. I think he's not only a jerk. I think he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the actor with a cheesy ass mustache. Have you seen him without the mustache because No, I haven't. Oh my god, he hot. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm like, That's stop what you hiding like?
1: behind that mustache.
0: Honestly, when I saw his picture, his picture without the mustache, I'm just like, where have you been hiding? Oh, right behind a cheesy mustache. No, he we hot. He's corn stash. He is, he's he's very hot. I'm just like, "Ooh, yes, you do it for me too." Um, <laughs> so, what can I say? I like guys with dark hair. Um it's just my thing. Uh so, yeah. Um now we've got to make a plan. We've got to Uh, Oh, and they do finally find Newt. She is in the coldest place in the ship, which seems to be a cargo bay of some kind. And that's when La'an has a talk with her and says, you know, I've been through this. I've watched my brother sacrifice himself for me. And, you know, look at me. I, I made it through this. And, you know, I'm a lieutenant in Starfleet. I have my family here with me. And we mm-hmm. are going to take care of this. We are going to take care of you. So just trust us, and we are going to get this done. And so th- that was that was one of Lon's finest moments, is yes. being able to, you know, being made aware that he that she can relate to this girl, and we see it's kind of a softer side of Lon that we don't get to see very much, and I just really appreciated that. Because she's come a long way in just one season. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And and because I, again, I started out this season not liking her until we got to, I think it was episode four, when we find out about her past. And they have their encounter with the Gorn and Surf a Black Hole and all those things. So, um, yeah, I just... uh, I just really appreciate her character and I appreciate that the things that they have done with her character instead of her being just the one-note angry person. Yeah. So uh, so they're going to make a plan. They're going to herd the damn Gorn to uh, get them where they want them because they hate the cold, so they're going to use that to lure Mm -hmm. them where they want them. So that's going to be fun. So we have Uhura starting off. (laughs) <laughs> Poor girl. She, uh, she gets the attention of a Gorn. Yes, for she sure. does. And she starts running through corridors, etc. And they finally, uh, they get to a place where they get it trapped, in, you know, in a, a a bigger area. And it's like, okay, Spock's up, and so, and he had had to talk with the chapel earlier. And she said, sometimes it's, it's good to get mad. Uh-huh. Well, he kind of takes that literally. <laughs> yeah. He, he does that with her advice. Man, why? It, the thing though, he, he did need that. Yeah. He needed that because it wasn't reacting to him. He wasn't able to get it because the, the Gordon wanted a fight. It didn't want, you know, to just run somebody down. It was at that point where it wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. It wanted to stalk. It wanted to subdue to, you know, basically just be intimidating. And so it's like, come on, you got to flush it out. You got to flush it out. And so that's when he does his thing. He's like, the rage that is in my mind. So it's already happening. Mm-hmm. It's already happening in his mind. And he says, I let into my heart. And that's when he goes apeshit. Yeah. <sighs> like, <damn>, yeah.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, this this is this is scary, Spock. <laughs> this is do not get between Spock and anything right Primal now. Primal scream, Spock. He will mess you up. And he is very strong, very mm-hmm. strong. So stronger than than he lets on, because Vulcans are just generally stronger than humans, yes. uh, for the most part. Physically, I mean. So yeah, he manages to lure out this Gorn and he thrashes it up one side <laughs> and down the other. And is still thrashing it even after it's dead. And and Sam comes Almost in thrashes in. him. <laughs> yeah. That so yeah, hey, you wanted to see him feel something? Welcome. Welcome to Angry Spock, Sam. Jerk. You like what you see now? Maybe next time you'll shut the fuck up. Big jerk. So now, phase three. They gotta get that gorn into that big old cargo bay. And Hammer, who has already been sprayed, uh, does climb into one of those little pod Mm -hmm. things. Kind of as bait. But this is... This time it's Laon's turn. It's Laon's turn to flush it out. So she flushes out number, number one because <laughs> it's the alpha. I don't really like that word because um, the alpha is actually a myth <laughs> in, in, when it comes to animal structures. It's like people are like alpha wolf. No, that's not mm-hmm. a thing. W- wolf packs are like a family. They work together. It's not an alpha thing so that that was just proven a long time ago but nobody talks about it because people don't read what's that i know what you mean that thing i do on the internet them squiggly lines that reading? i don't know them
1: squiggly lines
0: you know i read stuff sometimes but only if it has something to do with how i can oppress women and own guns only if
1: it's on that facebook
0: yeah, if it's on that Facebook, I like it. But if it ain't no, I don't do no Twitter. No, no absolutely Damn not. Damn libs. Absolutely not. No. Gonna own those libs. Fox News told me stay okay. off there. Yeah. Fox News told me I couldn't go there no more. So <laughs> But you know, that's okay. I just went out and bought more guns anyway, so
1: I'm still in the waiting line for that Truth Social
0: i know right i'm like i've been trying to get on that place for months it's like you have to be some kind of highfalutin celebrity to do that i need to get me a job at fox news maybe then they'll let me on there i mean it seems like they'll take anybody right
1: although diamond and silk haven't been on in so
0: long This is not meant to be offensive to Southern people. Just horrible. Racists. I live in the South. So, I can do this. Yeah. Well, frankly, I'm half Southern. My mother's from Arkansas. There you go. So, there we are. Anywho. <laughs> so La'on is having rage fit. Well, not really. I mean, she's still completely in control. She's screaming at the little fucker to come fight her. It's just gorn rage. And, uh mm-hmm. Just having a little gorn rage. Mm-hmm. And so finally the little fucker comes out and starts chasing her. And it's funny because she's so angry and then she sees it coming and she's like, oh, shit, gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) So I got what I wanted. Now run, 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 run. Hop into your
1: little pod.
0: Yeah, so that's when she hops into her little pod. And that thing is just scratching and spitting and trying to get out, Mm -hmm. get her out of there. And the the glass or plexiglass or plastic, or whatever the fuck it is, is actually starting to splinter a little. So the transparent it's, it's aluminum. Sorry, the <laughs> transparent <laughs> aluminum. Or if you're in the UK, aluminium. Ah, yes. Which, if you think about it, it actually should be aluminium be. because it is also potassium and sodium mm. and magnesium and. But what? It's aluminium. No, aluminium. Anyway, <laughs> that's been aluminium corner. <laughs> aluminium corner here on Building oh <laughs> learn how to say it it's fun aluminium and uh, so they turn the temperature way down and that gorn Lastic. is starting to get a little sleepy and sluggish and and i and i said to dave at that point oh i hope she breaks it when she when it gets frozen oh, that yeah. would be really cathartic and uh so yeah finally it's frozen to death she gets out of the pod and she shatters up what looks like a crowbar i don't know what it is who cares and she just breaks the shit out of it and she's just screaming mm-hmm. i'm like yes yes let it out girl let it out and so they're like yay we've defeated the gorn and Hemmer climbs out of his pod not and looking he's not good doing well yeah we all know we all know at this point because oh. When he got sprayed, I Dave and I just looked at each other and we're like, shit, he's infected, isn't he? And I just so, thought uh, it was going
1: to be acid that would, like, eat through his skin and, you know, like, xenomorph acid, you know, that shit eats yeah. through everything.
0: Well, it it would have eaten through his skin pretty fast if that had yeah. been the case, but that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. So my logical brain went to infected with eggs. Mm-hmm. And... uh. This is the part that I have a really hard time with. Um, Because uh, Hammer's like, well, bye. It's time for me to (laughs) go outside. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go outside. And uh, and Laon is already resigned to it. She knows now that he's been infected. And he says, you know, I know my body very well. And I know what's happening in my body. Mm -hmm. He says some nice things to Uhura. Mm Mm-hmm. That she needs to hear he does say to spock he he does the vulcan salute and says to spock you know live long and prosper my friend Uh, that's when i lost it i was like no you can't go and and again spock is still in this rage fest Mm -hmm. and i just you know we don't really see him that much during the sequence but i can just imagine him fuming and just needing a target for all of this rage. And now he doesn't have one because all the corn are dead. Yeah. And so what does he do with this now? What does he do with it? And that's going to come into play a little bit later. And so, and they keep trying to talk him out of it. They keep saying, no, no, uh, we'll get you back to the ship. We'll put you in stasis. You know, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll find a way to neutralize it. And he's like, no, we don't have time for that. And, you know, I've had a good life and I, And, you know, I'm fine. You know, he was he thought he was going to die back in uh, episode four. So he's just kind of like, this is bonus (laughs) time, y'all. And uh, so he's just, you know, basically is walking towards the the open cargo bay doors. And he is. It's getting harder and harder as he gets closer and closer to it. And I don't know if it's because the eggs are gestating that quickly because of his biology or what's going yeah. on. And uh, he does manage to get out there and uh, on on the edge of the cargo bay door and just, you know, smiles and says, just like Andorian and throws himself uh, to his death. And it's just really messed me up. I was not
1: ready to say goodbye to him.
0: I was not either. We didn't have enough time with him. So, you know, it was, um, it was, it was very difficult. And, uh, you know, and and they
1: drag it out so fucking Uh, long. (laughs) I know, just seeing his slowly fall. Uh. Oh, and then his cheesy picture. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) (laughs)
0: it was like the best fucking cheesy picture (laughs) it's like Uh, hammer never smiles what the fuck (laughs) especially that big like (laughs) (laughs) they they told him say cheese and it looks like he's saying cheese. (laughs) Uh, Uh, damn it star trek stop it
1: can make cry
0: Oh, Star Stop Trek it. makes me cry on a regular basis, and I'm okay with that because I am in touch with my emotions—probably a little too much. Um, no, actually, there's no such thing as too much for me. Um, I feel my feelings all the time. There is no off switch, and I embrace it. So, um, so yeah, they have a memorial service for Chia Pet and Duke. <laughs> sorry, I <laughs> every time I see Chia Pet. Chia, Chia. I'm sorry okay (laughs) so so they have a memorial service Uh, for him and duke and chia and um ortegas is saying nice things and then or and then uhura has her turn and makes me start ugly crying again yeah about how he said that his purpose was to fix things that are broken he did and that's what he did he fixed things that were broken and we know that he she was talking about herself yeah so he, because he did say something very profound that the people you love will bring you the greatest pain, but they also bring you the greatest joy you will yeah. ever know, and that will far outweigh any of the pain that is caused. And that's that's true. That is that is really true. It is. And she did say, I never told him this, but he reminded me of my dad <laughs> again. I'm just like, and you just keep losing people, <laughs> and see, that's why uh-huh. she's so closed off yeah. you know is because it it hurts to love so much and then lose people like that but the th- the thing is that is a part of the great cycle of life mm-hmm. and they say you know here's the thing they say it's better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all and i used to think that that was a lie because i thought but if you've never loved then you don't know what you're missing mm-hmm. but then after knowing love I would rather know love and have lost it. You know, the, the know. adage is true. I would rather have known what it was like to love someone, whether it be as a friend or a relative or a spouse or whatever. It's better to to have that and to know that way mm-hmm. of life than to never know what it was like to love or be loved, even if ignorance is bliss, as they say. <sighs> So we yeah. loved you, Hammer. Even though you have brought us great pain, you also brought us great joy. Oh. Can he come back? And we will always love you. I know, right? <laughs> I would prefer that, but I don't. I don't think so.
1: And so it's yes, happened in other,
0: just... <laughs> you know, Star Treks. Well, okay, a Vulcan has a Katra, okay, and they can put that into something I'm not else. just talking about it! <laughs> Shacks! Yeah, there's that too. Um. Uh, anyway, Um. so yeah, I really just, why don't I just grab a tissue? There's someone with Enhanced Reach, for heaven's sake. Oh, um, I should have
1: brought some with me.
0: Yeah. I started having tissues, you know, by this side of the room because I I do this. Um, so, so yeah. Um, Spock's not doing well during the funeral. No, he's in clen- fact he is fist clenching. He's 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 so angry because I think he's in his head is putting the responsibility on himself too. Mm-hmm. It's like he couldn't save Duke. He couldn't save Hemmer that wasn't up to him yeah you know that's the thing they were against a foe who was you know superior in tiny but mighty aggression. tiny but mighty and uh so you know he wasn't going to win that fight and so he just leaves he just leaves and uh chapel of course notices and she follows him and she calls his name and he's like Do not follow me. (laughs) She sees him punch a bulkhead and he has dented it significantly. That's That's how strong he is. He's going to have to fix that. Yeah, he is. (laughs) If anyone tells... If anyone ever... How how are they going to know he did it? (laughs) They're going to see that and go... Is anyone going to say, Oh, Spock did that? No. Because no one would believe them.
1: But still, he'll anyway. feel bad. He'll be like, "I hurt the ship. I gotta fix that."
0: Yeah, I hurt my girl. <laughs> I can't have that. The only lady I ever truly loved. I'm just kidding. That's Kirk. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, Kirk in the Enterprise. Not yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, she uh, she's he says she's trying to talk to him, and he's just like, "I can't control it. I've unleashed something, and I can't control it." And she says, yeah, it's your emotions, dumbass. Mm -hmm. Okay. She doesn't say the dumbass part. It was there. It was in the subtext. it was there. And then he says, you know, that it's just, he, he doesn't know how to control it. He feels like it's making him weak. And she says, it makes you human. Mm -hmm. And then, and then she does the hug. And for like five seconds, he's really into it. And then he's like, fuck, I can't be doing this. And so he just lets go of her and he just stares at her for half a second. And then he turns around and walks away. Before the hug, she has quite was, the grip on his neck
1: because when she takes her hands yeah. away, you can see the finger marks. I'm like, damn.
0: It's, yeah. 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 And she, and, and then when they, when he does let go of her, she's looking up at him with those kiss me dough eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and then he's just like, can't go here. Like you know better. Can't you shouldn't here. look at him like that right now. Yeah. But you know, it's I. I feel bad. I feel bad for Chapel. Yeah. Um, this version of Chapel, though, she does have much more going on than just being a nurse and mm-hmm. being in love with Spock yeah. So I appreciate that depth to her character. So well, in this day and age, so, yeah. I don't think
1: you could have a character like the original Chapel. It would just come off as oh, no. so one dimensional. Nobody'd want it. It's like, eh.
0: mm-hmm. yeah, people would complain. So, but they do get the Peregrine off of the planet uh, with its uh dangling deflector dish and its bent nacelle. Yeah. They still manage to recover the ship, even though all hands went down with it and a few others as well. So, so that is pretty much how that episode ends. Yeah, and, now we see uh,
1: a certain someone looking out onto the bridge.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. And they play uh, this the sounds <laughs> her communicator sounds like a earpiece.
0: Yeah, it's like oh, the comm station yeah. noises. So, so yeah, she uh, she didn't go home after all,
1: or she, she just knows. hasn't gone home yet because they're on their way.
0: I don't know. Yeah, well, I was I was trying to see if her badge looked different. No, it was could, still the like, cadet like, badge. Still the cadet. Yeah, badge. Yeah, it was still the square. So. But Pike had made it clear that she was always welcome, that there would always be a place for Neota Uhura on Enterprise. And like you don't even know. <laughs> you have no clue. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know. So, um, yeah. Um, this episode is, um, the is very hard.
1: And Lon leaving.
0: Mm-hmm. She's going to take Newt to find her family, hopefully. She's got some weak leads that she's going to follow, and she takes a formal leave of absence. You can see how different she is. She mm-hmm. has reached a catharsis. She's not so abrupt. She's not as intense. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, you know, decommission me if you have to, but I have to be free to follow where the leads take me. Yeah. And uh, he says, well, if I said no, would it make a difference? And she just looks at him like. <laughs> you <laughs> know the answer, answer to that. You know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he says, no, don't worry. I'll square it with Starfleet. And then as she's leaving, she turns around and she thanks him and she calls him Chris. and I'm Just like, yeah. my heart. My heart. Yeah. So the end of this episode, I'm like. Are we?
1: Are we really losing three people?
0: Are we, or are we?
1: Well, we definitely lost Hammer because they're not going to pull a Shaxx with him. Although I wish they would. No.
0: Oh yeah, I wish they would. Um, you know, let's let's send let's send him to the Black Mountain and see <laughs> him fight all the different versions of himself. You know, just uh... thank you, Lord X. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for everything. Now bring me season four. Yes. Season now. four. Three. Three. Season three. Sorry. All the seasons. All the seasons, give them to me. Inject them directly into my eyes. Not with a needle though. I have a Does needle that, eye. That thing. would hurt.
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, how about just, you know, beam it into my brain? There we go. Um, so yeah, this uh this was hard. This yeah. was hard. This was a this was hard. It had We have two episodes in a row where I had some really hard things to deal with, Um, but especially this last one. And see, the thing is, is that I feel so strongly um, for Spock and this whole releasing the the dragon sort of thing and and not being able to... Get it back in there because I have felt like that in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there have been times where it's just I've been pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. And then something happens that pushes me over that edge and all bets are off. I am not me anymore. Now, I'm just a fucking raging monster. Mm-hmm. And it is hard to come back from that. It is hard to to deal with that. And because you can't just put it right back in. You've yeah. got to find some kind of target for it. And and release it somehow, and so I was just identifying so hard with him. And uh, I know a lot of people were just like, "Yeah, it's just Spock got angry," and I'm just like, "No, no you don't understand, no, you guys. Know, you so don't understand. More. It's not just that. Yeah. It's you just don't understand what that's like for a Vulcan. That's like just the worst thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: that can possibly happen because he's he basically the way I look at it, he basically feels like he's reverting to his violent ancestors." Mm-hmm who nearly destroyed themselves because they couldn't stop fighting each other they were just killing each other all the time and it was only because of Sirach's teachings and that they got everybody he got everybody to settle down and choose a different way and i'm sure that there were still those people that fought each other to the death maybe they exterminated themselves or maybe they saw the light and started you know ruling themselves by logic instead of giving way to their base emotions. Okay. I feel like it's like the the Vulcans never do anything half assed. It's always extremes with them. Can we get a Siroc here? I uh, just yes, just asking think we for a planet Earth. <laughs> we we planet really Earth. need one. Especially in this country. We uh, really yeah. super need one. Yeah. Um let's have about let's have like um let's see. I think maybe about twenty Sirocks. We'll just disperse them throughout the Earth. <laughs> and just uh you know just let them do their thing yes so yeah yeah Whew. so there we are your double stuffed episode <laughs> <laughs> just like a really big oreo mm. i like the golden double stuffed oreos oh i don't like That's the golden i no, no, no. i do i do and uh, what's
1: what's the one above it mega stuff the mega mega, mega man, stuff yeah. if they would just sell the stuff in like a tube they'd make some money
0: <laughs> i would buy that there's a movie there is a movie called the stuff <laughs> a horror movie called the stuff oh yes and mm. it okay, which yeah. is about it's very it's, similar to yeah. the stuff it is <laughs> that you find in the room <laughs> Just saying, somebody already thought of that and mm-hmm. took it to its natural and horrifying conclusion. <laughs> anyway, um so yeah. So there we go. Uh sorry again about all my brain farts and weird references, but hey, you know, you don't listen for facts, y'all. <laughs> we don't know what we're you talking about. Me. You listen to have fun. Are you not entertained? You I'm better be Yeah. Have you any other thoughts that you would like to share with the group? Uh, Wasn't there somebody else
1: they could have killed instead of Hammer? Seriously. Sam Kirk? No, he's got to die a different (laughs) way.
0: (laughs) But they can't. (laughs) He's got to die by vomit. Yeah. (laughs) By pizza. Damn it. By pizza vomit. (laughs) Damn it, damn it, damn it. He's got to be laying on the ground with a cheesy mustache. Dead. Well, he could have done that in this episode. Damn it. I know, but then we'd be in an alternate timeline. I know, I know. We already know how he dies, so.
1: Stupid Sam but Kirk. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I'm i not hating on the actor at all. I think he's, I, I. No, the great. character's
1: a freaking jerk, and I don't like him, and make him go away, and now I understand why Spock was not happy that he was coming on board.
0: Well, like I said, I never liked him to begin with. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, I love Sam Kirk, and I'm just like, I, Why? Just, why why I don't get it and for being conflict averse he sure went to town on Spock he sure did yeah asshole anyway um, if you like Sam Kirk then good for you uh, but we here are no Sam Kirk fans <laughs> Roy Kirk is a different story <laughs> Roy hey <laughs> I don't have any problems with Roy you got problems with Roy <laughs> Let's just pull out all of the kirks we can possibly think of. Actually, that's all I got. Um George, George, who's the dad? Dad, George Kirk, he's good. You know, in the Kelvin timeline, he was Chris Hemsworth, so. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I ever saw Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> it was in two thousand nine. I think that might have been my first time too. So I don't remember anything before that. My reaction was, who the hell is this? And nice where can looking. I meet him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Saw that movie on my birthday. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> anyway, um. <laughs> Enjoyed seeing, enjoyed meeting Chris Hemsworth in that movie. Mm-hmm. Not that I met him in real life. Just, you know, that's how it, my, it that was my introduction to Mr. Hemsworth. And uh, so, yeah. All right, then. Um, I don't have any other thoughts. Um, I really need to blow my nose because I've cried a lot now. Mm-hmm. And um, and I still have, you know, gunk from COVID. So um, so I guess we're at that point where, um, Suzanne, do you want to tell people about where they can talk to you on the internet or whatever?
1: Uh, I'm on Twitter at kjaneway8 or at stain sass. And then I also do another podcast called The Janeway a Star Trek Voyager podcast with my friend Liam Smart and we mm-hmm. should ha- have an episode coming out soon I don't quite know when
0: ooh. that you are on oh. ooh that was a fun one <laughs> yes Two I laughed a lot during that episode <laughs> <laughs> too yeah oh I gotta go through season 3 and see which episode I want to claim yes. for that one yes you do Gotta look at that. Cause you know, I'm I'm in season five now. Yeah. So I'm like already picking out. Okay, so here's my season four episode I want to And then here's <laughs> gonna be my season five episode I want to do. And anyway, um and I and, you know <laughs> two hours later, I have finally realized that at the beginning of this fucking episode, I did not introduce you, Suzanne. Oh why didn't you stop me and say, Hey bitch, you're not here by yourself. <laughs> i honestly didn't notice <laughs> i'm suzanne
1: williamson in case you didn't know thanks for making it to the end of this episode
0: yeah um me Brandywine 112 twitter that's all you need to know Whew. we did it we did we did
1: it one more episode
0: one more episode and, um, oh, you are not even going, you just, I'm going to have tissues just ready for that because oh, there God, I'm not is ready. stuff, there is stuff. And then there's this one traumatic thing. I don't know ah! if I said that while we were recording, but there is, there is one thing that really has affected me deeply that I'm still having trouble dealing with. Mm. So... And I, and I haven't dealt with it. It's like every time I start to think about it, I get really emotional. I can't, Gosh, lo- I cannot can't lose anybody else. I can't, I just, I can't. Uh I can't say anything about it. I can't say anything about it one way or another. And, but I, I, f- all I can f- say is that I fear. I will never get the image out of my head. So. I fear losing Una and I don't want to lose Una. And I, uh, damn it, damn it,
1: damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it.
0: He almost sounded like a Wookiee there. There it is. There it is. Thank you. Thank you very much. (sighs) All right, folks. Thank you for sticking with us through this some somewhat of a train wreck because of me (laughs) episode of Boldly Go. We appreciate you. If you are so inclined, feel free to go by your podcast your choice and leave us a five star review. We love you for that. You obviously know we'll read those out. Uh, If you if you don't want to, that's fine. It's all it's all good. No pressure. Just uh, (laughs) just know if you want to be famous (laughs) or infamous, (laughs) or infamous. Yes, sometimes it's better to be infamous. Yes. So. uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with the coverage of the season. <laughs> no. No. Uh, so, yeah. Um, season finale, Strange New Worlds. And I'm not ready for it. No. And I really hope there's more than 10 episodes in next season. God, I hope so. Because I I need more. I need it. Mm-hmm. I need it. Of course, now the fun part for me, once the season is complete, is to go back through all the episodes and take all of the Spock screenshots that I possibly can. (laughs) Every possible facial expression and just overload my computer. So, um, (laughs) yes. Sorry, guys.
1: When I obsess,
0: I really, I really go all the way. You know, I don't half-ass it like some people. That would be me. All right, then. Oh no, 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 no. No, you do not half-ass your Chicote obsession. Oh, Come on. Yeah. Oh, oh god, I saw Living Witness uh, the other day, and I'm just like the the <laughs> subtitles for that? It actually had a hyphen in Chicote's name. Chakote. <laughs> just like, what are you doing? <laughs> Who did these subtitles? (laughs) Anyway, uh, thank you all for sticking with us. And, you know, the only thing left to tell you is to definitely, we want you to keep boldly boldly going. This has been Boldly Go, a Star Trek Strange New Worlds podcast. Our intro and outro music was composed especially for us by Yves Orwald, whom you can find on Facebook and SoundCloud for more of their music. Thank you for listening.